can't never stop working hard. Each day I feel I have to improve. Hard work, determination. I've got to keep pushing myself. Welcome to Haya, the only martial arts podcast that finally pulled that stick out of its butt and is now waving it threateningly in your direction. <laughs> Episode 34, recorded April 21st, 2013, starts right about now. Spooky when you do it that way. Hey, you gotta relax and sink and get Fong Song, baby. Yeah, all right, folks, we're trying to trying to get a little better at keeping these things coming at you, uh, but... <laughs> On the regular. <laughs> on the regular. Uh, we thought I kind of thought we had a guest tonight, but it didn't pan out. And no. So we're just digging deep into the grab bag for your show tonight. Yes, we are. And we hope you enjoy it. We're going to provide you with some educational opportunities. And uh, <laughs> Are we? <laughs> it's an opportunity. That's the right, thing. Right. It's an opportunity. You, you can take it or not, but it's yeah. an opportunity. You'd be smart not to, really, probably right, with us, but, right. you know. Yeah, well, so, you know, we've got your grain of salt right here. You can take everything on this show with. <laughs> it's actually more of a salt lick, you know. The yeah. deer come around the house a lot at night because of that thing, but uh, yeah, it comes in handy when we talk. I, get, I was always wondering, I was like, why are you taking the Mortons into the bathroom with you? Now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Deers do good jobs. No, no. That's no? why See, it's going to go off the rails like this right off the bat if we go down that. <laughs> yeah, peanut butter It'll and be dogs. dog in the yeah. peanut butter before you know it. So let's try to keep that from happening just All right, yet. Back on rails, back on rails. What are we talking about today, Dave? Uh, well, you know, we, we've, uh, we stuck our arm elbow deep in our grab bag of discussion topics and came up with something that we, we probably should have researched a little bit more than we have. That's all right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're just going to go ahead and run with it, and we can always touch back on it if we blow it. We have a lot of experiential knowledge in the area, though, so mm-hmm. I think well, we'll see. That pays off. But uh, relaxation. Yeah, relax. Don't do it. <laughs> Come on, Davis. <laughs> you can't remember the next line. I cannot. <laughs> that's the only part I can remember from the 80s, man. Yeah, Relax. that's Frankie. Frankie goes to Hollywood for all you people who aren't old yet. <laughs> <laughs> Did he ever come back? Uh, yeah, but we didn't open the door. Damn good idea. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, relaxed so- in Hollywood to get you... Since we're winging this one anyway, and definitely, you know, Craig knows full well that if, if I don't think a show meets muster, it won't see the light of day. <laughs> We've had several that, that, that have gone the way of the delete button. Yeah, we could be at like 48 episodes right now, I think. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, it's not that bad, but yeah, there's a few that <laughs> haven't quite made it for one reason or another. I haven't cut the mustard. So we're just going to have fun with this. It's us sitting around talking, and, and uh, you know, if it's if it's too stupid the next day, I'll just go ahead and... We'll pretend this didn't happen, but if you're hearing this now, that means we we rolled out some great shit for you. And I'm hoping so, and if you're a brand new listener, you know, kick back and listen to some of those previous episodes as well. Yeah. You know, because if this No, I would say at this point, we should put this out here, because we are getting some new listeners uh, pretty regularly. Yeah, we are. Is that... if, if, If this is your first podcast, if you picked it up at episode 34... Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. You might. <clears throat> yes. Excuse me. You might want to uh, drop back and just pick any of our fantastic interview episodes. Yes. And go for one of those first because that's those are the high points. That's what we're shooting Speaking for. Speaking of which, what, what would you consider some of those hot ones? Some of the ones that, you know, in our past, you would say it's a good quality one. Listen to this one. Oh, we've just been lucky bastards. I think they're all fantastic. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. all of them. Uh, you know, if you're if you're looking for yucks, you can go to Randy Williams. Randy Williams. Who not only is a you know world class Wing Chun practitioner and a, he's and a, a great guy, he's funny, funny as, as hell. Yeah, he is. Um, you know, Big Al's pretty uh, righteous in his first episode. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Mitchell's. Gary Mitchell was. <laughs> if a classic. you like your yeah, if you like your humor blue, you can dig back into some of those older <laughs> episodes. Um, you know, we've also had some some uh, pretty heady conversations with oh, yeah, people. We have intellectual, know. very deep yeah. on topic type stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of juice, man. Just dig around and uh, see yeah. what scratches your back. And they're they're all fun, man. Just check out the interview shows. But anyway, most of you are regular high uh, listeners, and you know that eventually we're going to slip off into the champagne lounge That's right. and come back refreshed, reinvigorated, and high it up, slightly horny. So. <laughs> 
that tends it tends to happen. You know, yeah. you look at Dave sipping those uh, shoots. You know, those wine shoots, champagne shoot bottles. They're called f- flutes. Yeah, but I like it shoots. Oh, geez, I'm going to have to edit a lot of this out. <laughs> Flute and shoot, baby. Come on. It's better than shoots and ladders. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're off to the champagne lounge, and I'm going to teach Craig the names of all the different glasses. That's my new Justin Timberlake in person. I'm bringing ballot back. It's better than Justin Bieber. So before we... Or just in time. I'm a believer. Did you hear he wrote that shit in Anne Frank's... uh, What? Logbook at the Anne Frank Museum. She was a cool girl. I hope if she'd lived, she would have been a believer. Oh, God. What? Look, dude, there's places where... you me? No. There's places where you self-promote, and there's places where you don't. (laughs) Are you kidding me? This... Stupid little punk kid. He's off the rails. This is not a pop culture podcast. So, are you sure? Uh, well, not, not. It's not a Justin Bieber podcast. That's for sure. And now, isn't that a pity? That's ironclad, right there. That's a rule. <laughs> that's a rule. We don't have if any you bring rules, Bieber to the table. Rule. We're gonna eye the fuck out of your throat, man. <laughs> okay, so before we jump into the main topic, uh, anything interesting happened to you this week? Anything martial arts related? Uh, well, I. Uh, yeah, Pimai Lao. It's uh, Laotian New Year. You know, Happy Laotian New Year. My wife's Laotian, so yesterday I had to go to Laotian Temple, Buddhist Temple, and do all the celebratory things. And it was a good time. Got to hang out with the head monk, and uh, found out he actually uh, did some training in Muay Lao, which is um, kind of like Muay Thai, but more so Muay Baran, the you know older traditional Muay Thai. And uh, so it's similar, but also different, you know. Yeah. Um, so he and I are having some some chit chats, and I made an interesting. I think there's a lot of region, regional versions uh, of that style of fighting mm-hmm. that I have. Uh, like a uh, interview coming soon, hopefully. Actually, uh, definitely, I think this one's in the bag. Uh, and I'm not going to drop names. I never do that before we actually get the interview <laughs> recorded because nobody gets paid to do this, and if something comes up, something comes up. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Burmese ah. boxing, I saw, so, you know, I was Not doing Bando. some research, right? Uh, well that too, but the, like the sport side of it, mm-hmm. uh, and it basically, it looks a lot like Muay Thai, hmm. but they knock those suckers out. It goes to knockout. You get three knockouts before wow. you're finished. Nice. It, some of the stuff I was looking at on video, rough, Deadly, rough, yeah. rough shit. Knock yeah. the shit out of them. Um, <clears throat> Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I just uh, found out, old boy, had studied Moy Lao, and uh, I had a, a little uh, personal revelation um, that I'm going to kind of work on in my own practice of, of mixing Moy Lao and uh, that and uh, haka hands, as we call it, kind of Southern praying menace type shit, because I see it a, a nice parlay into elbows and knees and all that good stuff. But uh, that's about it. How about yourself? What's happening in the martial world with Jones? <laughs> Not as much as I'd like, but uh, <laughs> had a, our last Shui Jiao class of this semester session or whatever you want to call it. Uh, was Series. Series, yes. <laughs> was last Thursday. Nice tag back to the uh, British uh, TV show conversation we had earlier. Thank you. Uh, and uh, I, the most notable thing about this one was I took my first good Pound onto the ground. Oh, nice! Like somebody just flipped my shit for real. You know, <laughs> hopefully, it wasn't on the top of your head. Usually, you know, we're going at moderate speeds and stuff, and you know, I mean, you you take falls, but you see them coming, and you know, you're yeah. you're going with it. Uh, and did this. This guy, we'd been doing this, you know, we'd both done it to each other 40 times already. It was just one of those things where he went a little hard, and I think my mind wandered for a second, and also the mats were getting slick from how much everybody was sweating. Yes, it's hot here already in Georgia, off and on. 
80 30 80 30 yeah and uh <laughs> so you know he was doing it was a pretty simple uh you know um uniform stance thing you get a hold uh left hand on right hand shoulder press throw with the leg sweep, take the, him, leg. sweep the leg johnny you know yeah. pretty, not not super fancy or anything but Put them on there. I, I just, it started. And then the next thing I know, I'm up in the air. I'm like, this is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you have a thought when you're up in the air, that's when you know. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm getting old people. So, you know, I, I hadn't been thrown down that hard in a while. So I was curious how it was going to work out. And actually, I got to give credit to the breakfall training I got in Okinawan karate when I was 12, go. 13, 14 years old. Cause I haven't not slapping the arms down. And all that. Yeah. Although I've had to break that habit in Shui Jiao because they want you to shrimp basically uh, to yeah. cover your head with, cause they would do it on harder surfaces a lot. And so slapping, you can crack your elbow mm-hmm. or your, your wrist or your hand. Yeah. Um, but in this case, I went straight back to the reflexes that were ingrained, and I slapped when I landed, and I kind of landed in the three-quarter rolled-over position with my left arm straight <laughs> right. out at the same time. But you know what? Drunken stance. It didn't hurt. It threw my gyroscope off for a second. Well, yeah, of course. Didn't knock uh, the wind out either, no. No, it didn't knock the I, – I was fine. I got up cool. and I was fine. So, who? But it was st- a solid I still got knot. it. Yeah. <laughs> but, it was a, but it was the first time I'd been in the midst of a throw and that – that sentence flashes in your brain. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs that. I don't care how old you are, how experienced you are. You need to take a solid shot to the jaw or to be dropped on your butt. Or, I know, you know. And I've done it a million times. As you get older, you start to worry about it. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. You, the mortality is a bitch. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not worried about it killing me, but keeping me out of work for a week well, would yeah. suck. You and know? Just, or, I'm not a big pan of. Uh, big pan. You yeah, big, are a big pan. Of pain, yeah. Yeah. Big pan of pain. Yeah. <laughs> a big fan of pain. Anyway, you were saying. Yeah, that, that that's pretty much it. I mean, you you got to take some of those just to remember why you got into that. And it, it, even though, it, yeah, pain sucks and it hurts and it sometimes it's embarrassing, a bruise to the ego, whatever. But at the same time, yeah. it's also a little bit of that rock hard why we got into this stuff. Yeah. You know? And, you know, the thing is, it was good because I needed to be reminded because sometimes you get a little older and you start thinking too delicate with your damn self. It's uh-huh. like I've been doing this my whole life. I'm okay most of the time. Right. And even if somebody had caught me by – because that was like – it was caught by surprise how hard I went down on mm-hmm. it, you know. And if that had happened on the street, yeah, I might have cracked my elbow on the ground or something, but I would have been able to get up. It didn't knock the wind out of me. It didn't, you know – it oh, would yeah, have hurt worse, on. but, you know, it wouldn't have taken me out. It wouldn't have – left you know that left one thing wouldn't have done it it's not the finisher <laughs> right and you know you start to worry when you get older god just one good flop and i'm done you know and sure anytime if somebody puts you on your head then i'm not alien to that thought man you know um <clears throat> but it's positive so it worked out i got it was so funny too because when i hit you know 220 pounds hitting the ground like that What's the 220 pounds? Is that me we're talking about? No, that's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got about a buck on you. I, I think. think you do. <laughs> I've been working at it since high school, and it's been 20-plus years. I don't think it's going to yeah. happen. Uh, it happened more than I'd like it to to me. But uh, anyway, you know, when I, when I hit the ground, it sort of boomed through the building, and uh, everybody, including the teacher, stopped. And I was looking up off the ground. They kind of had their mouths hanging open, their eyes wide. And the guy that threw me is like over trying to help me up. I'm like, I'm fine. Just give me a second for the gyroscope to settle back in, you know? That's always an awkward, slightly embarrassing time, though. I wasn't embarrassed, but I wasn't embarrassed because I could stand up and be like, okay, let's do it again. Sorry. It was was partly my bad. I don't think I was paying enough attention. You know, it was toward the end of a two hour class and tired a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing about martial arts. You stop paying attention, you get reminded. (laughs) Yes, you do. Yes, you do. If it ain't the stick, it's the floor. Right. Yep. (laughs) Speaking of sticks. Hey. I'm waving it in your direction. Yes, you are. I just pulled it out of my butt. Oh. Uh, So let's get on to a serious topic here. All right. Let's put marshmallows on that stick and roast it. Okay, everybody. Tense up because we're going to study relaxation. That's right. (laughs) Two tents, two tents, two tents. Wigwam, teepee. I'm a wigwam. I'm a teepee. I'm a wigwam. I'm a teepee. So let's let's break this down into three parts. Uh, we know that people in any kind of martial arts will exhort a new student or even an older student who's doing something new over and over again to relax. Relax. 
So what do they mean? What is it? What is relaxation? It's that, that stuff you do in Tai Chi and stuff. You just get flippy floppy, right? And just get new agey about it. <laughs> no, it does not mean turning into a wet noodle. Oh, dang. I thought I had it. Uh, you're close. Right. No. <laughs> Look, uh, to tie in a little on the sciencey side of it before we move on. Yeah, let's do that. We're not going to get too deep into this. I promise I won't use the word oxytocin again. <laughs> uh, but relaxation is essentially physiologically speaking it's the opposite of stress there's two different reactions that your body does and they, they and not stress like because your boss is you're worried your boss is going to fire you but stress on something well stress that your boss is going to fire you is a low level version of fight or flight that's what mm-hmm. we mean we're talking about stress response here there you go what your body does right the sympathetic nervous system kicks in when you feel threatened and it elevates your heart rate. It's, it uh, increases your metabolism. It you know shoots blood to different places. And we've talked about the, that side of it before on, mm-hmm. the, on the program. So dig around in the archives if you need to get up to speed But on your that. body gets scared, and yeah. certain things start to happen. It does your muscles do things that maybe you, know, you didn't tell it to do and right. it, it, from a brain perspective. <clears throat> well, yeah, your brain stops working very well when uh-huh. you get into that phase and also if you stay in that phase chronically that's what the modern definition of, of stress, stress is, is. Yeah. and all the health risks from, yeah from. and the health risks are big because the other side of this is when the parasympathetic nervous system is is in control of what's going on um you're in a, it's called uh, <laughs> it's called uh, basically your growth state so that's when your body is working on repairing damage growing uh, mm. th- that sort of thing you know and keeping that shut down for long periods of time is counterproductive. So would you say that if, let's say I was lifting weights, you know, and uh, just doing some curls, and the very next day, you know, or even thereafter, my biceps are hurting and stuff like that, and they're repairing, are my muscles stressed? And, you know. You could call your muscles, they had been stressed, and that's sort of a different angle on the definition that we're right. using here for this. We're talking about the... But, but here's the thing: if you are if you are relaxed, mm-hmm. uh, in other words, if you're not in that fight or flight stage, but if you're in the normal parasympathetic functioning, then uh, your muscles will heal faster. Oh, that makes sense. And I bet the uh, the answer to why um, is probably in that definition of what relaxation is and uh well yeah i mean that uh, on that side of it we're just talking about the physiology but we're gonna yeah. narrow this down so the blood and such yeah within that yeah i mean uh your blood pressure goes down your heart rate goes down your metabolic rate goes down uh, <clears throat> so it might at first glance seem like well if i'm actually going to get into a fight i want to be in up. fight or flight mode, right? Right. Now, well, all that extra power to the muscles, and the, you know, for take the head out of it, and blah de blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like that might be the case, but for one thing, we, you got to remember we're talking about training martial arts. Mm-hmm. So I have seen people that do this um, in in different disciplines. A lot of it in karate back in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, of people who eighties karate is are basically a great thing. Uh, Hyper tense. Though, you know, you, you train very tensely in class. You train to basically turn that switch on mm-hmm. as, as often as possible. Right. And it's just flat out unhealthy for you in the long run. Because turning it off is actually where the health is and where the uh, transitional magic happens, I think. And uh, yeah. a lot of different stuff. Uh, and also, and we'll get into this a little bit more in a minute, but I think the reality of it is if you're going to train to do something to be better at it than what you just naturally are as issued, right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then you have to be able to put your head in it. So if, if you can be relaxed and train long-term and make that healthy rather than just training yourself to go to see red or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Then in the long term, you can work it out so that you can actually be under pressure and still responsive and capable of using your cognitive, you know, your Abilities. conscious mind as a filter for strategy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just simply on the reactive mode. You're reacting to everything. Exactly. So, and, you know, that that can be great, but that can also make you easily suckered. Oh, yeah. 
any wife will tell you so. So from the traditional perspective, Craig, I just laid out a little bit of the science behind it. And people, yeah. again, go to the salt lick if you need to on that one. I'm just spitballing it because we didn't have time to research this topic like we wanted to. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it makes sense. I mean, think about a muscle. You know, the easiest muscle to visualize probably going to be the bicep. You know, think about doing curls. And if you pick up that curl, you pick up a dumbbell and you do a curl, you watch your muscle bulge. I mean, and usually most guys will look at it while they're doing that so they can do isolated. Oh, I'm looking exercise. at it right now and I want to kiss that pipe. I know. You look like, here's my guns and stuff. Um, Two tickets to the gun show oh, right dear, here. Oh, dear God. I, I have to segue for just one moment. Last Wednesday night in my last Wednesday class, right? We're teaching in downtown Decatur and it's a beautiful night. And so everybody's out. And as we always do, we had some guy come up and ask us for money. You know, hey, brother, sorry. You know, I'm just trying to get home on the train. You can change. And as is the modern day, all of our, you know, uh, puts out responses were, sorry, I don't carry cash, only plastic, you know. And actually, it's true. But he goes, um, hey, and I see y'all doing some kind of karate and all this kind of stuff. And I respect that. You know, I used to do some training myself. And uh, so then Bill Redneck um pulls his 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 shirt sleeve up and he goes and he makes a muscle you know he makes a typical look at my muscle and goes and he's pointing at his bicep and he goes see see i trained i ain't bullshitting y'all look right here <laughs> and that's you know it was it was quite humorous because it, it ties in really close to here in that not only the bicep muscle but the the act of showing a muscle and then saying, I've trained CCC, obviously that shows us nothing except you're fairly clueless about, you know, anything. <laughs> I can make a muscle. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you know, you look at that muscle and, and, and you got to ask yourself, okay, well, if this muscle is bulging and it's tight and, and being used and very focused, you know, there's very little room for anything else being veins and arteries and shit for the blood to go through. Um, and so you're, you're squeezing that stuff. And what you'll find a lot of times is that I don't know if that's physiologically correct. You're, you're oh, yeah. your veins will get, I mean, a lot of them operate on the surface of the muscle anyway. Mm -hmm. Most of them don't run directly through its capillary. Fluid. But you also got skin and everything else. There's just, you, your body doesn't expand to allow for that. Yeah. Skin's pretty flexible. Yeah, I know shit, but what I'm saying is it Actually, can only go as stretch marks. <laughs> it can only go as far as the skin it goes. I mean, that's it's not true. like you. Yeah, skin expand. goes only so far and then no further. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Point being is that blood needs oxygen when you're tense, when you're you're doing things that are tensile. Um, your breathing usually is. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. You hold your breath when you you're not to pick oxygenating your blood. Yeah. You're not you're not doing all this kind of stuff. And what tends to happen is that the mind gets a little bit scattered. You know, you're you're not focused, really, really focused on what needs to be going on. Unless you're sitting there doing, like I said, bench press curls. If we're talking about a martial, well, if context, you're isolating something, or if you're doing isometric exercise, or a hungar form, or well, you know, yeah, <laughs> then there's a place for it. But, yeah, but in in as everybody knows in combat, you have to have focused attention in a lot of different areas. Though you you have to multitask, if you would. You're having to deal not just with this punch coming to your face, but ideally your periphery is trying to pick up where the foot placement is, how far away they are. You know, are they are their shoulders risen, which is an indicator of stress, right? Fight or flight, and that kind of which, thing. Which you know. If you're having that broad of focus, most of it's going to get picked up subconsciously and your body's going to react directly to it. What you want is to be relaxed enough to have your your conscious filter uh, the noise. available to yeah to strategize with with the information you're getting. We're getting a little further ahead of where let's let's back up uh, and try to clarify here. Okay. Why would you want to be relaxed when you're doing martial arts? Because um, we come right up to that point. Because a lot, some people do think that you need to be seeing red and right. super tense and, and that, hard. We see that as as teachers all the time in class. That's one of the most difficult things is getting somebody to relax or learn how to relax or learn how to identify the difference between relax and not. Uh, right. Oftentimes, I mean, not just oftentimes as as a story, but literally every time I have a new student. We're doing applications. I say, oh, brother, relax, relax, relax. And they will straight up say, I am. 
Meanwhile, their shoulders are like earrings. Up to their ears, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, their their footwork, when they take a step, you know, you can see it. They telegraph basically every single move. Um, And, you know, in martial arts, we love that. We like to... You hear the term trolling on the internet forums and stuff like that. In martial arts, we like to troll, you know, people try to get a rise out of them so that they telegraph basically everything, and then we can, you know, take advantage of that. Anyway, one of the advantages is first root. um, A lot of different styles call it different things, maybe an MMA or a grappling style. Um, Shit, what would you call it? Uh, Sinking your ass down. We call it root. I don't know. um, Grounded, maybe being grounded. Yeah. Um, you know, it's basically being braced against the earth, you know, yeah. getting your ass under your, under your shoulders, right. getting your it's feet, lowering your, your center of gravity. Yeah, exactly. Um, that kind of thing. And any kind of grappler, any kind of martial artist, you know, worth their salt understands the benefit of this. Sure. Relaxing helps you to be able to identify first off if you're rooted or not or grounded or not, and then to be able to do it. Aside from that, something that, that, uh, you're very, uh, you know, uh, familiar with is change. Um, being a Bagua practitioner, you know, the whole thing is change. You know, everything change except change itself, whatever. Yeah. But in order to react, you have to be able to change, you know, your situation because you're not fighting 24-7. You have to go into that mode. You have to go into, holy shit, I thought he was going for a punch, but he ended up headlocking me, and I need to change my strategy now and quick. And if you're just <laughs> fighting against it, holding your breath, you know, trying to use muscle and everything else, most of the time it's, it's, it's not going to be that great because if he was able to get that headlock on you in the first place, it's probably muscular strength, a little bit better and a little bit smarter, you know, in the situation. you got to be able to relax to make the change because if you're tense, first off, you have to relax. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, and it, then yeah. take the next move. If you're already relaxed, you've already cut the middleman out. And people who are tense when they're fighting will try to force whatever technique they start out with. Yeah, and that's what we're going to do. And they miss all the strategic advantage of being able to change and play off of what you're being fed. Uh It kills their sensitivity. Uh, You know, since we're talking, Bogway, over a minute, Pittman used to get flack from people occasionally that would see him practicing. And this guy can do an inch-by-inch, picture-perfect, you know, broken-down version of every form that he teaches. But when he practices a lot of the time, he'll just kind of be strolling and rolling. And And people will come up and look at that and go like, oh, that's Uh lazy, Bogwa, that's whatever. And he's like, I'm I'm relaxed. If I'm tense, how can I change? Exactly. And I see the point of that. You know, you do it both ways. You do it fine persnickety while you're learning it so you know where all the points you have to hit are and if you're trying to do a demo or something you you have to hit are you can be very casual about the whole thing yeah it's a personal thing and and being the relaxed is is hugely beneficial also something we talked about um earlier too was the aspect of we love it you know opponent wise when they tense up because if if somebody's pushing against you you got two palms pushing against each other you versus your opponent and you push back and push back and give them something to push and then just totally turn it off and relax, their hand's going to come straight for you. And that's what you right. want. Right. Or when you're Sucker a kid and you're pinned on the ground by that other kid and, you know, he's holding your wrist down and he's about to drool some spit about an inch from your nose and then <laughs> suck it back up. Oh, my God. So you don't want to be in that position. Nobody wants to be pinned. We talked about that yeah. last time, last week. And you push as hard as you can, and then you give up and pop your hips, and they oh, go yeah. flying off of you. And, and, you know, you can't get into that realm of playing the game of fighting until you've relaxed someone. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just trying to force, you know, the two hands pushing against each other, always that contest is going to be won by the stronger guy. Exactly. And I and, use that you in know, my damn... If you want to have any chance of you know mixing it up then you need to be able to (laughs) relax if you're not the stronger guy then you have to learn how to yeah um uh, another thing about relaxation is uh, performance anxiety whether it's in a real life or death situation or even just getting up to speak in front of people or do a form demonstration or something Mm -hmm. like that and we've you know we've done a class if you're a new teacher and we've done enough of this you know if you get up in front of people and you stress out you're you're your wind goes quicker. You gas quicker. Mm-hmm. You you make more mistakes. Yeah. 
because you're overthinking it. So you even, talk too much usually if you're describing, you know. Right, right. You, it, it basically becomes obvious that you're nervous. You get yeah. the flop sweat. You know, mm-hmm. it just doesn't go as well as you would like it to go. And at the other end of that spectrum, if you're tense in the in the physiological sense like in that fight or flight mode yes you may be stronger and more direct and you may have that like i'm going to jump on you like an ape and kill you thing mm-hmm. but if you run into somebody that's more skilled then it's not going to work and you, you're and when you, you can't lose, change and it'll time. work against you yeah that's that fire versus fire type thing you know in chinese right. we use the elements and shit like that and fire versus water is usually how we like to play in versus yang Somebody coming at you real hard and you come back at them hard, you know, the same thing. It's just going to be, you know, like the video games, the sword fight and you press the button over and over and over and over. It's just how, who's stronger, you know? Right. And I do that. I mean, I had to do that today in class, a simple reversal from a basic chin off. Somebody grabs your wrist, you know, the typical yada yada. And you make a small circle and, and this kind of thing. And. I had to tell him to relax, you know, and I had my guys grabbing as hard as they could and said, you know, don't let him move his arm. And all the guys in my class, all my students are more muscular, stronger than I am from muscle perspective. So if I'm sitting there trying to fight with them using my muscles, I'll lose every damn time. But the moment I simply relax and use my waist and and get a little wit, you know, that, oh my God, how'd you do that? It's like relaxation actually is the key here, brother. It's not just muscle it up and that's another aspect of it in traditional martial arts we would say you know if 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 you tense your arm it's like choking the water off in a hose because you're trying to put power out of the ground through your hips and on Mm -hmm. the target and if your arm gets tense a lot of the power is going to stop there exactly so uh and that's the thing it's i don't know It's, it's a uniquely human endeavor in a way to try to separate it's You're conscious mind enough to, to, to unstress in a situation where even your physiology wants you to be stressed out when you're threatened, mm-hmm. when you're under pressure. But the people that learn how to do that are the ones that are capable of the coolest shit. Yeah, that, that pull the magic off, if you would. Right. And, like, and I think what happens for most of us after some time in the arts or getting used to whatever kind of sporting thing we do or whatever kind of sparring we do or being in a few fights where mm-hmm. you know, you, you're not just instantly worried about dying when it first happens, <laughs> right. uh, is, is uh, uh, that, oh shit, I totally lost my thread. <laughs> is the the ability to initially, at least from my ex- experience, like the l- very last oh, fight okay. I had was in Singapore and I was getting jacked okay. for my stuff. And initially, yeah, my shoulders went to my ears and everything. I got scared. I'm like, oh, hell. Yeah. But then I realized, you know, it kicks in. And then I'm like, Whew. And that's when it's on. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like you're disaffected by the whole thing. You're still consciously engaged, but you're okay with whatever happens. You just kind of turn the program off. And mm-hmm. it's it's like going out on stage if you're a musician. You know, like I played a lot of shows as a musician and I was always nervous mm-hmm. because I knew they were coming. You know, fights happen. Sometimes you don't know they're coming. Yeah. And so that's another trick we'll talk about in a second is how to relax instant, instantaneously to hit that hit your how to point. turn it on yeah get your yeah. game face on, um, but I I would get that out of my system beforehand I would be nervous right up to the point where it actually started but once I'd done it a few times mm. once it started the nervousness was gone and you get this amazing feeling of just freeness and elation you oh, know? yeah it's like you. you you don't worry anymore once the thing's actually happening. And then you're you're totally relaxed. Mm-hmm. And you do so much better than those first few times when you tensed <laughs> up and tried to, you know. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, I can remember just today. I taught, I teach on the same day that we record. And earlier, uh, we were just doing kick practice. You know, we had some focus mitts. And everybody's practicing kicks. And we're doing crescent kicks. And basically make a circle with your leg. And... um all the time I'm having to say, relax your upper body. It's just your foot or your leg that's doing the kick. Your your chest muscles are actually not involved in this process. The people that turtle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it's it's hard as hell. But you know, and I and I have to keep walking back and forth and say, breathe, exhale with the kick, you know, because everybody wants to go <clears throat> do the kick, exhale after the kick. And, you know, once you can get into that mode of the relaxation and stuff. 
I see it time and time again. You start seeing the power coming out in these kicks. Bam, bam, hitting these pads. And it's only after they're finally working through their body and relaxing and breathing and that kind of thing where the stuff happens. And to take a... Uh, Trying to hold tension and force every muscle along the chain to work is <laughs> counterproductive. It is. It's like what's crucial to make this go to here as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. And you sort of learn that, and you know, you don't learn the formulas and the equations, but you learn the physics of your body. Yes. That, and they only perform properly when you're relaxed. Indeed. And, and uh, we call them tricks. Just learn the tricks, how you can do this the best way possible. And usually... Uh, it ends up being the same answer for everybody is relaxation, breathe with your body and all that. And to take a, a, a step back and, and not be extremely martial about it, but even for us doing this podcast, uh, we don't, you know, this is Dave's house where we're recording out of, and I don't just show up and then we go straight to the microphones. No, when I get here, we, we chill and we converse and laugh and have a couple of drinks and, and relax and stuff. Relax and drinks. stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the point is that we try to get relaxed because, you know, episodes or whatever's uh, one through five, it was like I was nervous as Nelly coming onto this microphone, you know, nervous as hell, scared. Um, but the relaxation, you know, kind of helped. So I think we can all agree. Why do you want to be relaxed when you do martial arts, any kind of martial arts? Because it improves your performance. It does. It gives you more conscious control, and it also just lets you react naturally. You know, it, mm -hmm. it, and it also reminds you of what's necessary and what's not. So you start, if you can truly relax while you're doing martial arts, then you can start getting into that maximum result for minimum effort territory. Exactly. All of that stuff. So let's go ahead. We'll you know we'll start to try to tie a bow on this. Well, let me let me ask but, you this before we tie that bow. Well, let's I'm, say I got one more segment here. But all right, all right, <laughs> uh, could be a second one. Um, let me let me ask you this. You know, in some of the Chinese martial arts, right? We have in it, it incorporated into the style itself the curriculum. Uh, drills and techniques for how to become relaxed. Well, Some uh, hold on, because I meant I have another segment of this conversation that Damn. I want to have. Okay, which is we've talked about uh, what is it and why do you want it? How do you get it? All right. <laughs> so go ahead and go with there your, you go. Your, you. You got you got a thing from your perspective. Uh, I so don't. I was asking you, Dave. How would you How would you go about <laughs> relaxing? Relax, brother. I'm just asking you a question. Folks, did you notice he's trying to pull a trick on me? He's trying to throw my own question back. You mad, on me. bro? Yeah. I'm, I'm about to come at you, bro. <laughs> Here, I'm coming at you right now. It's yes, on. he is. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. We're no, relaxed. So how do you get it? Um, the, I think the first thing we have to say is you get it through repetition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as that repetition occurs, you know, anything you're learning for the first time, you have to concentrate on it so much that it's impossible to relax. Yes. So, and because there's so much mind going on and, and where do I put this? Where do I put that? Yeah. yeah. And when you look at somebody that just, you know, somebody comes back and says, oh, I've been doing karate or bagua or whatever for six months. And they're like, show me something. And they do. And it looks like a robot dance. <laughs> That's actually okay yeah. at that point, you know, because they're trying to learn a different way of moving their body. And they really do have to break it into pieces and stuff. Mm -hmm. But through persistence, mm -hmm. it will become natural. And once it's natural, you'll relax while you do it. Um, I agree. I'd say there's two other things to keep in mind. Oh, um, yeah. I'm sure there's more. Oh, yeah, definitely. One um, is just kind of looking at the yin-yang pairing, if you would, of relaxation, let's say, being an extreme. The opposite extreme being stress or tits. And so in order to... to stress or tits? What did you say? Did I say that? Well, I, I was doing it while I was burping. I was trying to keep it in. Uh, I thought so. Yeah, tense. But is to get extremely tense. If you need to relax your shoulders to first... It, Tense them up as much as freaking possible, as long as possible, doing muscular things. I mean, like in the class I teach, I, we do an ass load of calisthenics, as you well know. And Relaxation like, taught by exhaustion. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Wear that shit out. Get as tense as you possibly can to do these exercises. And when I need you to be relaxed, you simply don't have any other choice. Yeah. No, it's funny. I, I realize there's a method to that madness. And back yeah. in the day when I didn't really know what was 
completely going on with that. I'm like, God damn, I came here to learn Kung Fu and I just spent two hours doing push-ups and barrel rolls and, and wheelbarrow walks and right. jumping over creeks and running across logs and <laughs> fuck me, I'm about to die, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but then you couldn't and then have a take horrible a, structure. It ta- yeah. You take a five minute, 10 minute little break and mm-hmm. get your wits together. And then everybody spars and learn forms and you are relaxed automatically because you're already burned out. Yeah. You don't have the energy left to be tense, even if you wanted to. And at some point doing that, you make this little realization. It's like, God, I was throwing those kicks so hard when we were practicing them in, in drills. Mm-hmm. But I just relaxed and did it. And it was a harder kick. Yeah. It was like a kung fu movie kick. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh. You Maybe know. there's something to this. The little light goes on. And the other thing um, I, I would definitely say is, is well, two bits. One is, is body structure. Do I get a shave and a haircut with that? Uh, two bits? I think you might. up a dum All right. Sorry. That's okay. And it may be massage too. If you were lucky, you'd go my hiccup lays. Lay down, I'll walk on I'll stomp on your back. I like it. Uh, anyway. But yeah, is um, body structure. The, the, you know, the straighter you make your spine, not so much as far as, you know, uncurving the natural curves, the natural bows in your back. But a nice, good posture, basically. More elevating the crown than trying to straighten your spine yeah, and make you it go. like an iron rod. Yeah. yeah, yeah. like, you know, in Chinese, we you know, talk about lifting the byway or the crown of the head being mm-hmm. pulled to the heavens or whatever. Straighten that out and letting your butt sink. You start to find that it's easier to breathe when you're in good posture. And that's the other key um, with relaxation is breath, oxygen. Um, you know, you want more oxygen to the brain, but just breathing better and a controlled and focused breathing ideally with if you're moving with the movements you know without getting too tai chi on it you know you just lift your hand inhale while it's lifting exhale while it's lowering a couple of little movements that help kind of get you in that quote-unquote relaxed song fang song uh relaxed stage you know and then that's that's a lot of it i think is is breath and body a lot of and a lot of the playing around with that over time uh, and I can see this again. I can see this working for somebody that's a, a sport grappler or anything else. I think we all go through similar phases. Just we mm-hmm. get through them in different ways. Breathing along with movements is is where I, I was trying to broaden that example. Oh, okay. So breathing along, yeah, inhale back, exhale out, or that sort of thing. Right. But that's rudimentary. Mm-hmm. We got to r- remind people that that's True. not where. A traditional martial artist stay with it either. You learn no. how to breathe in through six techniques and out through two, or very specific stuff. And like you know, I did all those breathing exercises when I was learning, and now when I practice, what I try to do is breathe naturally. Yeah. Well, so all those... whatever speed I'm going at, I'm pulling it in and letting it out in the amount that I need. But I think all those drills, and that's why they're made, is not so that you're trying to do a six count, three count, whatever, while you're fighting. But right. they train your body and, and you how to recognize of body matched with breath, basically. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, uh, that's nice. And the thing is, when you can relax and, and be unstressed enough when you're having a competition or a confrontation that your breath doesn't get caught up in that. Oh yeah. Um, that tense up, you know, like you push something, you hold your breath sort of Mm -hmm. thing and it just cycles normally, no matter what happens. Right. That's how you last. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's amazing that both of us at our age now, we spar with people sometimes Mm -hmm. and these people could out, marathon us out jog us (laughs) out push up us out whatever but the tension of sparring alone makes our cardio better than theirs right right even though it's shittier than theirs (laughs) at this point (laughs) but you know it's like you know you got this young 20 whatever year old kid it's like yeah Mm -hmm. this kid's gonna you know I, downtown decatur yeah here's an example of what i'm talking about you brought downtown decatur up i was down there did, we didn't you? talk about this on the podcast, did I we? Don't know the cell phone about. got picked up. Oh, snaps. No, we haven't. Uh, so we were yeah. sitting outside. You know, we'd had a couple of beverages, and we were sitting outside the brick store pub just enjoying the nice spring weather. And, dot com, yeah. Yeah, dot com. And uh, 
this group of high school kids, um, they walk by and I'm like, I even remarked on one of them because I'm like, look, dude, yeah, the, the fro's hair. coming back because yeah. the guy had a nice picked out big time fro. Yeah, he reminded me of Bone Thugs and Harmony, actually, yeah. that freestyle flowing fro. You see him occasionally, but I think they're coming back and frankly, I'm all for it. You know? <laughs> You're going for one right about I'm, now. I'm working on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a haircut. But... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, you know, the kids walk past it, and uh, basically we noticed them because I'm, like, checking dude's fro out. Yeah. I'm like, nice fro. And uh, they they walk past, and they disappear around the corner. And so we're sitting there, and about two minutes later, Bam. and I noticed it coming. One of them, the guy with the fro, mm-hmm. walked back up. And this, you know, this is a kid. It's, it's like a high school kid, you know. Yeah. And he had his nice, you know, hoodie on and all that stuff. And. He walks back up, and uh, we just kind of saw him turn around and reach over and knock a beer over on one mm-hmm. of the tables about 20 feet away from us and take off Dang. running. And Craig thought he was just, like, playing a goof, like yeah, knocking somebody's that's, beer over. I thought it was a Japanese prank kind of thing, so I just started cracking up and watching it. <laughs> and But then all I see are, is dust and, and David Jones's heels kicking in the wind, boy. He's <laughs> after that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't after him though because I was smart enough. That's what I'm talking about. This is age and treachery and being relaxed. Like I right. know this kid's got a 30 foot head start on me. The people that were at the table that were 20 feet ahead of me, one of them jumped up and took right off after the kid too. So yeah, I'm like, if they're going to catch him that way, geography. they're going to catch him that way. Yeah. And I knew about the alley that ran down the side uh-huh. of the brick store. So you know, I ran up past their table and then I took a hard left. It's like, you know, I'm not going to keep this. I can still, I'm like a crocodile or a hippo or something. I can move fast <laughs> over short distances, but I'm not out there marathoning with the gazelles anymore. Oh, no. Yeah, you got to cut them off at the pass. Yeah. Like that jogging behind them. So thing. I'm like, the kid, the kid can go two or three ways when he gets to the bottom of that, you know, area yeah. that he turned down there. And it's like, if he goes this way, I got, I got him. him. I can beat him to that point. <laughs> right, right. I did not beat him to that point. He went the other way. He did get caught, by the way. Yeah. Um, was it the cops or because when we, he we got called by venue. the people that he ripped off, you know, he reached, you know, I guess he thought that, you know, the suburban hipster, you know, 20 somethings weren't going to bother to chase him for their phone, but apparently Wait. they were jogging more than he was because yeah, they caught his ass. <laughs> Because we, we actually changed venues, and we're like, we saw the cops and stuff, and, hey, did y'all catch him? Yes, indeedy. Yeah, yeah. That was very cool. Where but anyway. That? It, uh, Tie that back into relaxation. Um, relaxation. And so, again, I, like, I can't catch that kid. Mm. And I can't go cardio to cardio with, a, you know, some kid that's in his 20s and in great shape anymore. So instead of stressing about that fact. So, but the fact that I can relax when we are sparring and not give a shit, mm-hmm. and most of those kids come in tuned up, yeah, they do, and anxious about it. If you know, if I can hold out for a second, it's weird, but it's like, okay, he's gassing and I'm not, mm-hmm. and the only reason he's gassing is because he's tense. Yeah, yeah, I, I would completely agree. I mean, um, you know, I've had a cigarette once or twice in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then so once or twice the cigarettes had you yeah and so you know that's that's a horrible damn thing you know most of you athletes out there would be like oh you bastard and it's, that's just me but one of the great things about relaxation is the fact that i'm able to counter the negative effects of having smoked for so long time and having you know depleted lung capacity and all that yeah by being it's able not going to keep you from getting smart. cancer but no no <laughs> but it, that's just me dancing and saying mantras look we've both been smokers shit. for a long time and frankly i think a whole other discussion topic we should have at some point is smoking and martial arts or yeah. there's a whole thing i you know i think the fact that it something about smoking eroticizes the breath and martial arts does the same thing. Yeah, I'm not sure I get that. And we'll phrase. we'll bring that up some other time. You know, we've actually been gibbering we like have. morons here. So have we kind of covered the bases here? What what is relaxation? We've covered that. Why do you want it? We've covered that. How do you get it? Hey, this sounds like a high school football cheer team. I mean, we want so relaxation. Really, all we've said about how to get it is is persistence and repetition. And frankly, that is one of the keys. Just the more exposure you have to something, the more you can relax while you're right. doing it. The more second nature it becomes. And uh, there's all sorts of tricks be- built into every system out there 
to get there. So if, the if you're in a system where it's meditating, then meditate because yeah. there's all kinds of fun stuff you can do with that. And that, that can help you get the right mindset to click over into relaxation mode when you're threatened. Definitely. Um, you were about to throw one out. Yeah. I was going to say, um, try to become in intimately, uh, you know, uh, familiar with that area between your shoulders and your head. Uh, that little muscle group there was that the, trapezius i don't know yeah sternoclasmoids trapezius yeah yeah. is become intimately aware of that and and the shoulders and and that that. (laughs) it doesn't matter but yeah yeah get you know get mindful about that area because almost all the time that you get stressed even if it's small thing about am i going to be fired or not or if it's is this guy going to kill me or not that area will get hard and it will rise your thing and martial arts or any kind of martial art i've ever done they've always said relax your shoulders Mm -hmm. and that's because it takes the tension off of that area Mm -hmm. it's not only that it like like you know people have actually broken their shoulders oh yeah punching heavy bags with their shoulder jacked up Mm -hmm. you know you it 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 denies the body its normal path of you know getting some kind of power out yeah it does (laughs) it does so yeah, relax your shoulders. You got to relax your hips. That's a little Sink. harder to do, and that's Sink. what sinking is all about—is relaxing the Sink hips. Sink close to the ground. Tuck your hips slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, now depending upon the area or technique, sometimes you got to stick your ass out. You know, if, if you're selling it. a throw or something. Yeah. But for the like when you're getting ready to engage, most you know, of the time you just look relax at look, and yeah. Think. It's a tenant in traditional martial arts. You see two wrestlers about to go at each other. They get that Same kind of thing. bareback, you know, mm-hmm. the boat, not bareback. <laughs> he did it twice. The bowed, the slightly rounded right back, back and the tailbone tucks under. It's just basic human physiology yeah. and physics. Working at the same way. time, it's quote-unquote secret stuff like Xing Yi, Southern Praying Mantis, all the power generated from the spine. You have to create the three bows and yada, 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 you know, and it's it's basic shit, yeah. but you can't be there if you're tensing and bowing And see, up. I would never say the power is generated by the spine. It's transferred through the spine. I agree with you there. Yeah. I've seen it written, though, by the spine type thing, but right. I think that's a... Got to be a mistranslation. Right. Anyway, far off. Generating track. power is all about our relationship with gravity. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> and that might be another discussion topic. Actually, we've blathered on forever here, so huh, this one might pull out of the dungeon. I think it might, Haya. There might be enough in there. I don't know. We'll see when I go to it. If, if it's going to take me 27 hours, then it's not going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> Bring it down to 23 and a half, and we might have a third. Yeah. All right. 33 and a third. Maybe this will be episode 33 and a third. How does that sound? That's nice. That's mathematical. All right, folks. Well, we're going to go out to the champagne lounge, and we're going to have a relaxation contest. The first one to turn into a puddle wins. touch and go there for a second hey that's the way you have to be if you're relaxed that's true we've definitely been relaxed about this episode we have we touch then we go yeah but you know we want to keep content coming out uh because (laughs) and the little feller has us some content giggle giggle yeah that's probably the best thing i've heard all night it is cackle cackle but, uh, Craig, there was something you wanted to touch back yeah, on to yeah. our previous I really discussion appreciate before this we joint. wrap this up. Yeah, I really appreciate this joint, and especially the joint outs- outside when we go to hang out at the uh, Champagne Lounge. And speaking of joints, that was just a confabulated segue, but, you know. <laughs> so oh, I thought you were talking 420. Oh. It's 421, but it's never too late. No, it isn't. 420 <laughs> plus one, my friend. That's right. Hey. Double up. hoo Jay Giles. We're going to start a new holiday. 421 is high eye day. <laughs> 420 plus one, bitches. Hi-ya. We're running out of days. I don't think anybody's got that one. So. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Y'all, y'all are on the high eye train to 421. Bring it. 
So getting back to relaxation for just a quick moment. Sure. Um, one example of the how-tos that I completely forgot to mention until we got out in the champagne lounge and started relaxing Relaxi- ourselves. Relaxinating? Yeah, relaxinating. I like it. Relaxative. Yeah. Relaxative. <laughs> Fuck the how-to. Take a pill. It's a relaxative, my friend. I took friend. a relaxative and I oozed under the door. And <laughs> never Just make saw sure you wipe again. after. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. All right. No, um, keyword being joints, body joints, uh, elbow joint, shoulder joint, ankle joint, knee joint, hip joint, all that, uh, is simply when we talk about sink, you know, and sinking, and earlier we were talking about rooting and being grounded, one of the ways to do that plus uh, relaxation is something we use in, in the Chinese martial arts, which is make all your joints heavy. Uh, just let gravity be, you know, times 10 of what it normally you think it feels like. And forcefully kind of sink the joints, just make everything get heavy. And, and, you know, that's a concept we use in Chinese martial arts all the time is that if your sweat is not dripping off the tip of your elbow, something is wrong, you know. Um, but right, yeah, but the, your elbow is heavy, but your your wrist is up, you know. You know it depends. It depends on the <laughs> yeah. scenario, yeah. I mean, usually your elbow is going to be lower than your shoulder or your wrist and so on and so forth. But, um, but yeah, it, make them heavy if you can and just feel almost uh, heavy sunk, you know, gravity. It's, it's funny that, yeah, that, that's the ticket right there. You say make something heavy. You're really talk about, talking about focus on your relationship with gravity. Yes, indeed. And but but magnet not magnetized, um, <laughs> magnified if you yeah, would. Yeah, yeah. No, you're taking a close look at it. Yeah, yeah, and really feeling it pull down, and not pushing it down with muscle, but just you know, it, and letting it hang exactly. Yeah. And if you have trouble with this, I mean, this is old school kung fu, but sometimes we actually do have to use it. Is tie on a, a freaking uh, piece of weights to those different joints you know you tie on an ankle weight to your your elbow or your wrist or something like that and it's heavy just hold that posture for a little while if you can't feel it and once you get really 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 tired then you're starting to relax because you can't do anything but you know yeah and you're also supporting weight so you're working out exactly <laughs> And working in. And working out. And working in. Work in. Work out. <laughs> That's a callback to something we never mentioned on the show. Breathing. Breathing. <laughs> yeah, we may mention that at some point. Yeah. Anyway. challenge, young masters. And... <clears throat> Jeez, Craig. I didn't say it. You've been so picky. It's like uh, the last interview we did, which I thought was fantastic. At I the end too. of it, you were like, uh, oh, man, I didn't want to talk to this guy at all. And But at the end of it, I also said, now give us some context. Yeah. Yeah. What the, the way that went was I didn't want to interview him at all because <laughs> I had no clue about the sketch wrestling. It seemed completely alien. But by the end of it, I was like, oh, hell yeah. That was wonderful. Yeah, speaking of context, we were going to do uh, news as part of this uh, of this. Yeah, show. but Dave screwed up. You know. <laughs> yeah, Dave screwed up. <laughs> Greg could not remember that we had skipped the news last time, so because he didn't I bring it him. over with him. Yeah. I brought it last time. I'm like, I brought the news, <laughs> so I'm sure we did it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Instead, I think we have a bag with something yeah. in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's you in a sleeping bag, and I'm going to have to bang you against a tree like Jason Voorhees here in a second. I like it. That's okay. Good. All right. So with, this is going to be a short one, assuming it sees the light of day. I don't know. I think there's I some think strength there's some in good here. Stuff I think here. this one's going to make it out of the dungeon. I do as well. Um, uh, but this will give you guys a hint of what the dungeon looks like. <laughs> <laughs> one hey, real, to win. Real quick, I wanted to to, to tap something. We've we've actually gotten a, a fair amount of good viewer mail since the last time we did a, a, a mailbag. Oh, this isn't that ass then. No. Yeah, because you were talking about tapping stuff. Uh, yeah. Usually yeah. you're like, I want to tap that ass. You yeah, know, yeah. Hey, Craig, is that a keg in your pants? As a matter of fact, it is. <laughs> good, because I'm about to tap, <laughs> tap that, that ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, it, oh, Jesus. I don't know. We're, we're slipping back towards the dungeon now. Yes, we are. Um, All right, mail. Uh, I'm not going to do a big mailbag segment. The thing is, we've gotten a lot of good emails from people suggesting guests. That's the primary yeah. thing they're doing. And I am on it 
I'm looking into these people. Um, yeah, we've there's a lot of stuff going on, but those suggestions are very helpful. And those connections, I'm I've got them. Even if I haven't followed through on some of them yet, we're we're, we're working gonna, on it. It's just time it. making sure that everybody's lives yeah. agree. at Sunday at such and yeah. such p.m. You know, let me let me throw this at you real quick uh, because we we mentioned the news being minus and and absent and shit like that. Yeah, you guys help. Um, I think I may have mentioned this on last episode, but I went ahead and created an email address for this, and I'm gonna put something up on the website about it too. But um, it's just me looking up news when it comes to news, you know, on the Internet. All right. So I have a hard time with that a lot um, because sometimes the world of martial arts is a big place and sometimes it's very small. You're in your neck of the woods. You know what's going down. If you hear about something going down and think it's newsworthy and, and that you might like to hear shared with the rest of our listeners, send it to us. Send it to news at com. Wait, did you make a new address i did it's already in existence my friend news at com. yeah yeah no w's it's news to me folks hey well there you have it no w's in u.s what hey, <laughs> hey. spell out the i the news n-e-w-s yes at hiapodcast.com yeah it's hi with two a's yeah and it, and no w's except for in the news <laughs> anyway Oh, wait, I was about to answer a question. Oh, here we go. Uh, when is from Black the mailbag. Um, oh. nah, shh, shh. Oh. Shh. It's a secret. Yeah. Um, somebody was asking about a certain book. Uh, you need to look into Gavin DeBecker, this listener. Ah, yes. Do you remember his Mr. name? Mr. Quinta. Oh, hell. Hold on. I'm going to turn around and Quint. get his name. Yes, he is. He's yeah. he's turned around. He's looking at his laptop. He's looking for a Quentin something another, I think. He just recently sent us an email, actually two emails, one right after the other, about other things. And Craig's uh, getting to witness firsthand how bad my computer's gotten. I've clicked like five times on an email, and it's just not doing anything. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. You know, that's iOS. You know, input output, and um, what you input doesn't okay, matter. So yeah, Quint. Quint asked, it's Gavin DeBecker is the guy you're looking for. The Gift of Fear is one of the books we've mentioned, yes. and he also has a new book out that has a huge catalog. Of, and because my computer's screwing me right now, mm-hmm. I don't have the name of the Didn't book. Didn't he also write me. something about it's, fear it's, or it's something? It's on Amazon. It's on Kindle. You can find that stuff everywhere. But Gavin DeBecker is what you were looking for there. Yeah. And wasn't there something else? He wrote a book, something about fear. I'm thinking in a very similar vein about I said what we the were Gift of Fear about. is... is the the one that we've talked about before. oh okay but yeah that, and he has a new one out that's like a statistical analysis of reports from all over europe and america i i haven't read it yet it's it's kind of stuck in my backlog yeah <laughs> but uh i think file. that's i think it's a great resource uh so check it out definitely check out gift gift of fear but that's that's what you were thinking of well, you know, I think I just saw my wife walk by. I think you did, too. I think she had, like, a dead rat on a plate. So I, I think I need I'm to see what's hungry. going on there. Yeah. Huh. I like your wife's pajama bottoms. You need to keep that to yourself. I don't think I just did. I'm about to come at you, bro. <laughs> you mad, bro? <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave Jones either imitating us fighting or beginning his rapping career. I'm not sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi, yeah, yeah. bitches. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, we should probably knock this off. I think we should. Yeah. Uh, Anything we'll be back else with in that mail? Uh, no. Aside from Gavin DeBecker. Okay. It wasn't a dead rat. It was a Kindle. The same thing. No, no. No, no. It is a dead rat. Come here and tell everybody what you got in your hands. Come on now. No, there was a there was a plate. There was a plate, but it had a bunch of crusts of bread. Because really? you know, you know, Olin doesn't eat the crust. It looked, it was in the shape of a dead rat. Okay. Oh, was it as tasty? He as doesn't a dead eat rat? the dead rats either. Well, what's wrong with Not you parents? That I've caught him. Good lord! Anyway. Train your child to eat dead rats. I'm working on that with Lily. Come on. We are dead rats. <laughs> yes, indeedy. Welcome to the High Ah Bitches Show. Holy crap! You guys need to log off. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about time. Yes, indeed. All right, well, folks, that's all we've got. Yeah, check us out at highuppodcast.com. Uh, rate and review on iTunes, please. 
<sighs> okay. Well, we made a show, uh, and somehow, once again, if you guys hear this, then it went great. I think and it went well. Nobody's listening at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, we're you pretty they all, sure they'll like click it off at this point before this, right? Right. No, no. That's why I put good but music at the end. But in case they are, I'm gonna just say, may the Lord have mercy on your sweet, sweet <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Ah, yes, that was David Jones' wife. May the Lord have mercy. Yeah, boy. Yep, that's our, well, we put a bow on that. Yes, we did. All right, well. uh, uh, Now I lay me down to sleep. There's nothing less. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. He's got it. He's got it in his back pocket. Fred's bank. Yes, indeed. Uh, Yeah, so we're done, folks. On the count of three, we're going to say, See ya! Thank you.